0: It's the next level.
1: You need a plan.
0: I want to be on the radio.
1: He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. A pet? No way. Oh, man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Shh, it's starting.
2: And now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's The Melting
1: Pack, and it starts right now.
0: To the Melting
2: Pat. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Pat, The Next Level Network. Today, we got some stuff going on. Lots of sports today. So, if that's not your thing, well, as usual, check out after the song. Everything else uh, should be good, right? I don't think it's anything too um, too narrow. I don't know. We'll find out. But on the menu for today, our favorite. Happy Madison movies inspired by someone who does not like them. So we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Paramount Plus, we'll talk about that. We brought that up some months ago, and uh, I have an update, I guess. And then uh, all the sports stuff, Olympics, the NFL, uh, we might have some baseball. Although for me, again, uh, it's Wednesday, so the trade deadline's not happened yet, and uh, the Phillies are still uh, mediocre. So there you go. Uh, The Indians have decided on a new team name. And uh, anything else sports-wise we were going to talk about, I don't know, but we will have a surprise tune from our dear friends Point North, and we'll explain what that means in uh, well in a little while. So there you go. That's what's on the menu for today. Uh, the Olympics update will not be uh, very detailed because I'm not caught up. I've been uh, a little busy doing dad stuff and work stuff and this stuff, so I'm kind of uh, watching here and there, catching up on the DVR. So not a lot will be current, I guess, because I haven't seen it yet. So there you go. I don't know. Spoilers are fine. It's all good. If you want to celebrate whoever won or whatever, we can do that. But I'll watch it anyway. It doesn't matter. So there you go. That is what's up on the show for today. Yeah, so let's just dive right in. So our question this week, which Happy Madison movie is your favorite? And the full list is at themeltingpat.com. Happy Gilmore and uh, The Waterboy are not Happy Madison movies. They are just Adam Sandler movies by another studio. I'm talking specifically about movies produced by Happy Madison Productions. So um, I'm glad nobody really tried to challenge that, by the way. So thank you for that. They all kind of stuck to the script, as it were. And um, two reasons I bring this up. Number one, during uh, my paternity leave, we would just be in the living room with the kiddo, hanging out, usually have TV on, and we noticed that Comedy Central plays a lot of Adam Sandler movies, even the not-so-good ones, uh, looking at you just go with it, it's fine. I'm not dumping on it, but it's not, as, not the best. So I thought, oh, I wonder if people like these movies, if people don't like these movies, if they have a favorite of these movies that he's done, that they've done. And then I realized how, just how many there are, and I haven't heard of a bunch of these. So I don't know, I guess I'm making a list of movies that I want to watch after the Olympics are over, when I have some, uh, some time to watch stuff, so we shall see. Uh, so that's the first reason. The second reason that I brought up this question is because a few weeks ago, a good friend of the show, Gertner, who answers a lot of these questions, mentioned in passing that he hates all the Happy Madison movies. And so I thought, I, I want to know why. And I want to know uh, if he would chime in on this question. And my friend, I'm grateful that you did because his answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before we do that, uh, by the way, some people just said the movie and didn't really expand on it. Some people said multiple movies. I picked just one, and I'll mention at the end. Um, the ones that got a passing vote, I guess. So, there you go with that. Again, the more detail, the better, because it's funnier, even though I can't read out loud. But anyway, our friend Gertner did chime in, and I thank you for doing that. Said, literally all, liter- <laughs> literally, all those movies are f- terrible. The Longest Yard, if I have to pick one. So I decided, hey, let me pry a little bit. Are you just not a Sandler fan? What's going on here? And he said, Sandler is the most overrated comedic actor in Hollywood, hands down, Rob Schneider is even worse. Now, I I enjoy Adam Sandler. I do. Uh, I will agree with you on Rob Schneider. Because when he's the main focus of the movie, and apologies in advance to AAA, I don't like it. The animal, the hot chick, uh, whatever the other one was. Well, Deuce Bigelow was AAA's pick. Said, it's funny. Eddie Griffin always eating food and dropping it in the hot tub in every scene is very funny to me. And that's cool. That's great. I don't like when Rob Schneider's the main guy in the movie. Jill and I were talking about this the other day. When he's the main character of the movie, generally the movie sucks. That's me. I don't know. Us, I guess. That's our household. Although I guess i have to find out what Arthur thinks. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Rob Schneider objectively is worse. It doesn't help that he's a complete idiot too. So there you go with that. I don't know. That's, uh, I'll get off my soapbox. But yeah, Triple A says Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, I saw it years ago. And, uh, it, I mean, everybody kind of overhyped it. And that's, that's what happens when you're a teenager or a preteen. Oh, dude, it's so funny because, well, whatever. But that, that's one of those for me. Deuce Bigelow, not for me. But hey, good for you, AAA. Hope you get to watch it this weekend and get to enjoy it. Uh, number one WWF fan says, funny people was great for the first hour or so, not as great over the last seven hours. Yeah, that, um, it's a good movie, funny people. I enjoyed it. I do like it, but it is a long movie. That's, um, I think Josh was here when we talked about movies longer than two hours and really long movies, how I'm turned off by them. That's one of those. But I did it. I enjoyed Funny People. I did. But it's, uh, that's a long movie. Uh, let's see. Keith says it's... Uh, oh, he said, Little Nicky. It's dumb as hell, but it amused me. And uh, he shared a quote, so we share a clip.
0: With what? I don't know. I don't know. Here, kill him with this. <laughs>
2: I like that movie a lot, too. I think I saw it in theaters. Very funny. Enjoyed it a whole bunch. Uh, M.A.G. says, there isn't a favorite per se, more like one that offends me the least. And my favorite part about this answer and why I chose to read it on the show is that he did not reveal which one is his favorite. He just said, yeah, there isn't a favorite, just one that offends me the least, but didn't tell me which one offends him the least. So I like it. That's why I included that in the show. Thank you, my friend. Lockjaw says, haven't seen a lot of them, so I'll say you don't mess with the Zohan, which ties in. To our pal Daminator, who says, There are so many, I can't pick just one. I can, however, comma, say that Zohan is my least favorite. So there you go. Now we're at war. I don't know. Not me, but uh, those two are. Shawnee Onefall says, Dickie Roberts, former childhood star, is a legitimately great film. I must have seen it ten times. It warms my heart. And I've never seen that one. I do like David Spade. That's him, right? David Spade's the lead, and he's, you know, former actor, and he goes through all that Um I do like Spade. I definitely prefer if we're, you know, I don't know if we're comparing, but I guess I can. It's my show. If David Spade's the lead, I'm more likely to watch it than Rob Schneider. That's what I'll say. I can say that for sure. Um, Jen says, I learned it today, uh, I guess when she looked at the list, that Happy Madison did the house bunny, and that's my vote. So silly, and so many funny people, Anna Faris and Kat Dennings, at the top of my list in that movie. I've never seen that one either. So I'm going to, uh, again, add that to the list, and that's going to be good. At least I hope. Jen, I hope you're not steering me wrong here. Really hope that works out for me. I do love Anna Faris and Kat Dennings. Did I say her name right? I don't know. But it's great. I love them. They're great. So I hope the movie's really good. Osman mentioned a bunch of movies. I'm not reading all those. It was a whole big, like, oh, this one's good. This one's not good. I'm not read. I just picked the first one. I love most Adam Sandler movies, even Blended. Kevin Nealon has a really funny character in that movie who just speaks in one-word sentences. So there you go. I guess uh, I love Kevin Nealon as well, so I think I have to watch that movie and see if uh, C.F. Ostman's right. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Dave Wadding says, Grandma's boy is probably my favorite out of that bunch. That movie is so dumb, but it makes me laugh. It's so, fun. Like, it's so stupid, but I laugh whenever. Like, if it's on TV, I'll pop it on. It's really funny. Speaking of dumb comedies, there's one right there. Clock says, I'd probably have to go with anger management. Uh, Our pal Shison, hope you're well, sir. Joe Dirt was all right. Click wasn't bad, but Anger Management is probably the best. That is a really good movie. Also, we got votes for The Longest Yard, Uh, another for Grandma's Boy, Joe Dirt, Click, and is that it? I think so. Um, Thank you, to Chad and Ben, for weighing in on those. Uh, Chad said Click, Chad from Two Fat Dudes, and Ben, our illustrious leader, said Grandma's Boy. So there you go. For me, it's either Little Nicky or Joe Dirt. I think Joe Dirt puts it over the edge because of the memory associated with the movie, because my brothers and I went to see it at the Dollar Theater, and there were like 10 people total in the theater, and uh, it was just a really good time. And it's a funny movie. I enjoyed it. So, you know what? Yeah, give me Joe Dirt. I love Little Nicky as well, but give me Joe Dirt. So there you go. So I think uh, we're at a tie, basically, like a three-way tie with uh, Anger Management, Longest Yard, and Grandma's Boy. I think are the, those are the only ones, right? I thought I wrote... Swear I wrote this down earlier, but we did not. So there you go. Yeah. So some people like them. Some people like Adam Sandler. Some people do not. And uh, I figured, what the hell? Why not find out just how much? And it turns out, I don't know what we learned, but there, (laughs) there you go. That there's not a clear favorite. That's my. I guess that's the. uh, That's what we gleaned from this. Is that we didn't have a runaway number one. I think if I had just said Adam Sandler movies and therefore included you know, Happy Gilmore, The Waterboy, Big Daddy, or, um, is Big Daddy Happy Madison, technically? I don't know. But anyway, um, if they had been included, I would think that one of those would have run away with the, uh, with the poll here, informal. But, um, yeah, I think one of those would have run away with it. But because we, uh, we went a little bit later than those, because, uh, Happy Madison wasn't founded until 1999. So, yeah, a couple of those were earlier. But I think if we had used those, one of those would have run away with it. So I'm a, little, uh, I'm a little surprised, though, that one of these didn't run away. But again, I haven't heard of a lot of these. So maybe that's why. I don't know if they were just not released in theaters or if they were just bad and nobody cared. I'm not sure. But there you go. Happy Madison movies, our favorite ones. No runaway favorite. No runaway favorite. So there you go with that. I wonder, though, how's this for a segue? I'll be honest, I haven't looked, but... I wonder if any of these uh, Happy Madison movies are on Paramount Plus. I don't know. I watch Paramount Plus mainly for TV. So do you remember a couple of months ago, Paramount Plus was announced or was coming out uh, a couple days after the show aired that week? And I said, "Oh, we we're getting this and that," and I think that's really cool. Another uh, another network that should be pretty cool to have all those things. And I believe I said, "I don't know that I can commit to buying another streaming service to adding another thing to the list." Uh, well, it turns out I'm a big liar, a big phony. Because I did get Paramount Plus, and uh, guess what? It's great. We love it. If you love TV, uh, in particular old Nickelodeon game shows or uh, Ink Master, then I think you're gonna like Paramount Plus, and I recommend it. It's been really great. I uh, I watched all of Legends of the Hidden Temple, and I in fact took notes on the kids putting together the Silver Monkey and how uh, how good actually how bad. They were at it, and that, uh, <laughs> that information will be in the show notes. I uh, Yeah, I put it out, and I decided, what the hell, I might as well do something fun with this while the kid's sleeping or I'm feeding him or whatever. Um, I'm awake in the middle of the night, so I might as well do something. And that was before the Olympics started, so there you go. Uh, yeah, great. Loved it. I've been watching a lot of Guts, a lot of Double Dare. The reason that I signed on initially, other than to try to watch that Workaholics movie when it comes out, is because I saw that Salute Your Shorts was on Paramount+, Plus, and I thought, oh my goodness, I've been looking to re-watch this show for years because it's so fantastic, and um, I was very happy that I got to watch what was there. I am unhappy, however, that only 10 episodes of the 26 that were made, that aired, uh, are on the service. So I don't know who to complain to about that. Do I call Donkey Lips? Do I call someone else? Uh, I don't know how to get in touch with the Paramount people to figure out why we're only seeing 10 episodes of the 25, 26 that it aired, because I'd like to see the whole show. I would. I would like to see the entire show. That's kind of the reason I signed up for the thing. And then, you know, all the other stuff that's on here is why I'm staying with it. Also, Jill loves Ink Master. So, yeah, I think during her, uh, her leave here, she has watched almost, I think by the time she goes back to work, she will have watched all of Ink Master, including all the spinoffs. So, yeah, I mean, like, when I'm working here, she's up with the kiddo, so you got to do something to, uh, I don't know, keep yourself awake or whatever, but, yeah, I've watched here and there some Ink Master. Did not think I was going to enjoy it, but it turns out I do. How about that? And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of Ink Master. A lot. A lot. And tattoo artists, uh, they collect a lot of coins, so a lot of bleeps in that show, but Yeah, solid, man. Some of those tattoos are terrible. Some of those people seem terrible, but it's a solid show. So I recommend checking that one out if you're into tattoos at all. Uh, What is not a solid show is a show that was on MTV probably 15 years ago called Next. You know, people would, there'd be like five girls, and one guy would get to hang out with them for, I don't know, a minute or whatever, however long. Basically, you're you're going on a date with these people, and you're trying to, at the end of the date, you can decide... To next them, basically send them away for the next person to come out or go on a second date, or the person can, like, the person earns money every minute they're on the date, right? And so they can, uh, I guess, take the money and run after the date or go on a second date or whatever. Um, yeah, that show, it's just like, it's trash. It's a, <laughs> like, I, I can't believe that Jill sat there when I, I sat there and watched an episode. I'm like, this is a, just a garbage show. And there was another one. What's the other one where the parents picked the, The significant other, Parental Control. That's the one. It was in those few years right when MTV really stopped making music or stopped showing music videos and started doing crappy reality shows. That's right in there. Next and uh, Parental Control. I will say that we do have a question based on the show Next coming soon on the show because they show these little fun facts about people and they're really dumb. Like this person's scared of, I don't know, beavers or whatever, or whatever the hell they were. Jill would know. So she wants to know what uh, what would your little fun factoids be if you were on the show next? So uh, we'll get that we'll get to that question in a few weeks, I'm sure, and we'll go from there. But yeah, I for the most part I'm enjoying everything on Paramount Plus. Uh, it's really great if you like TV shows, again specifically Nickelodeon shows, Nickelodeon game shows, but it's um it's Nickelodeon, it's MTV, it's Comedy Central, BET I think, and something else. There's a fourth or fifth network i forget did i say cbs because that's on there too um but there's another one i can't remember so if you like that i haven't even looked at any of the movies yet but apparently it's a massive library of movies as well so yeah i'm getting enough out of the tv um out of the double dare and the guts and all that so i'm good also i've watched two or three episodes of clarissa explains it all and guess what so far holds up quality show big fan um and again a workaholics movie is apparently coming soon or coming at some point so that's how you do it there's an iCarly reboot that's out um the rugrats reboot i think that's what brought this up in the first place on the show for me was the rugrats reboot and then oh there's a new network um so there you go so yeah if you like old tv shows this is the service for you i don't know anything about the movies anything about that lineup uh when i get a little bit more time again after the olympics I will, uh, I'll dive into some of this stuff a little bit more. Maybe we'll talk about it at some point on the show. But um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a liar because I said, oh, I'm not going to buy another thing. But here I am, all in on Paramount+. Plus. So there you go. So check it out. If any of that seems like fun to you, check it out. Otherwise, I don't know. Keep doing what you're doing. All right? All right. So we got a lot of sports today. Olympics, NFL, the Cleveland Indians uh, changed their name and then that'll be that. So to split this up for people who do not like sports, this is your cue right after this is your cue to leave. And I mentioned that this song is a surprise because as I sit here today, I've not heard it yet. Um, It's coming out. Well, it's out on Friday. And again, today for me is Wednesday. And Pat, why don't you just record on Friday? Well, because then I'd have to record and edit in the same day. And I don't like to do that. It's just, it's very tiring and that's no fun. So I will uh, play this song. I've done this before. I will play a song without listening to it, so you won't get any riff at the end, because again, as I'm doing this, I don't know what it is. But anyway, brand new Point North came out yesterday, and again, pointnorthband.com, and I think most of their social media is Point North Band, so check them out. Again, good friends of the show, this is their latest. It is called Erase You here inside the Melting Pack on the Next Level Network.
1: I'm never sleeping, and
2: there you have it our friends point north with their latest erase you here inside the Melting pack on the next level network again no riff i don't know it yet haven't heard it i'm sure it's great Uh, i wonder if it's not safe for work i probably should have mentioned that at the beginning of the song but if it is i'll mark the episode explicit there you go problem solved with that thank you dear friends again pointnorthband.com get the song where you get all your songs stream it on spotify apparently that's really helpful for artists so Go do that again. Links to all of those, uh, all their social places will be in the show notes. But yeah, pointnorthband.com. So there you go. All right. If you do not like sports, this is your cue. I don't want to hear any nonsense. Pat, you didn't tell us you were doing all the sports nonsense. Yeah, I use nonsense twice. That's how, I don't know, how limited my vocabulary is right now. I don't know. But anyway, um, if you don't like sports, this is your cue to leave. I say thank you for joining us next week. We may have a guest. If not, I have no idea what's happening, so we can all learn together. I thank you for coming, and uh, for the rest of us, let's talk some sports, huh? The Olympics, man and woman, better, 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 better. Yes, lots of uh, questions. Should they even have the games? You know, uh, Japan went into another lockdown, so no fans are at the games, but it's all athletes and media. And um, it seems kind of weird that they had the games. Uh, through all of that, but you know, I'm enjoying it. And there uh of course there was the whole thing, um, people being banned for reasons unknown well, reasons are known, but they don't make sense to me. But anyway, we're not gonna dive into any of that because plenty of people smarter than me who know more about things than me have done that. So we won't. We will stick to the good stuff as best we can. I'm not able to watch a lot live, like I said. I'm usually watching it while I'm working, catching up on stuff, or while the kid's asleep at 2 in the morning. Well, he wakes up and then feeds and then sleeps. and yeah, Anyway, so I am not caught up on anything. But from what I've seen, I've enjoyed. I've really enjoyed the skateboarding. Uh, it made its debut this time in the Olympics. Uh, some street I got to watch. It's been really fun. I love skateboarding, as you know. And um, I'm thankful that I have YouTube TV and their DVR, because then I can just catch up on everything whenever I want. So I'm really grateful for that. It's really, uh, really helped out. So... Yeah, a lot of good stuff. The swimming's been great. I have not watched any gymnastics yet. Uh, I'm getting there. I get, I got a lot to work through. We're getting there. Three, uh, 3v3 basketball has been good. I just saw today that the U.S. women won gold. Congratulations. And, oh, I didn't write down the name, but a woman from the Philippines won weightlifting, and it was their first gold medal in any sport. Oh, damn it. I meant to write down her name. Ah, all right. Well, uh, there was another one. My mom sent me a text about something. Some uh, first, first medal in any event for a country. It might have been Belarus or something like that. And it was a gold in the, was it the marathon or the 10K? I forget. God damn it. I got to write stuff down. Anyway, the point is, I love the Olympics, even though I don't know anybody's name. And uh, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing so far. How about that? Right? Yes. All right. Uh, all right. Big story. We got the story. We're on top of this one. Not really, because by Saturday, it's probably going to change. But as of now, Simone Biles. Well, first of all, two things about Simone Biles. One, I saw a tweet from, uh, let's see, her name is Shauna. Her handle is at Golden Gate Blonde. It's B L O N D. She said all the headlines are like, Simone Biles falters after she won. And she said, Oh my God, I hope I'm so good that people panic when I win. Just by not as much. And I thought that's great because Simone Biles is the best, as I've said on this show before. And so to have the story be, oh, she didn't do as well, like she won by 10 points instead of 50 points or whatever. And that's like a story. I'm like, really? She won. That's all you need to know. Uh, But the other story with Simone Biles is I listen, if you're going to sit there and try to tell me that Simone Biles is weak or she's a quitter or she's whatever. Because she withdrew herself from the all around final to take care of herself, right? And people think about that. Well, they don't think about it. When, like, oh, is she hurt? Is she dealing with an injury? Nope. She's got to take care of herself mentally and emotionally as well. And that's a real thing that people need to do. And these f- who sit there and go, oh, she's a quitter. She's bad for the country could not do an eighth of what she does at all. All right. So m- never mind, like, physically, but never mind. She's got the gymnastics team on her back, essentially. And she's 24. That's a lot of pressure. Everybody around the world was like, oh, Simone Biles, you're zeroing in on her because she's the best. And they're scoring her differently. I remember a couple of weeks ago or a couple months ago, maybe, where she did a trick that nobody had ever attempted. And the judges were like, no, we can't score you on that because what you did, nobody even bother to attempt, and that doesn't seem fair, because if you're so good that only you can do it, you should be scored accordingly. That's me. But anyway, she withdrew herself from the final. And guess what? The team won silver. So here's the thing. If you think that Simone Biles quit on her team or is weak because she stepped away to take care of herself mentally and emotionally, you either are incredibly ignorant about how mental health works and how gymnastics works on a basic level, like, that's the best case, is that you just don't understand how these things work. Worst case, you're a (laughs) all right? That's the worst case, is that you're just a piece of garbage. So, I I don't know, I've just been seeing it over the last couple of days, and I'm tired of seeing people just dunking on her for trying to, for no real reason, because you're sitting at home on your couch, eating your ice cream or whatever, going, oh, she should be out there for, blah, blah, blah. The thing is, a gymnastics team final, right? If you're not in it, if you're not, like, there, there's a rotation, right? So there's one person on the team who is out of each event because they rotate, right? So it's not like she left the team hanging because there's someone else there. And if you're not in it, if you're not in the space mentally to do your best, you're not going to. So you're not going to help the team win. You're going to hurt the team. And or you're going to hurt yourself, potentially quite seriously, right? So if you're, uh, you're doing the vault, right, you're not, uh, you're not really in it, you don't get that full turn, what do you land on? Top of your head? Shoulder? Whatever, right? So there's, uh, there's a lot of risk involved inherently in the sport. And if you're not 100% committed to doing the routine you have to do, it's going to be bad for the team and for you. So miss me with the whole of she quit on her team she's weak she's whatever yeah i'm a little i'm i'm upset about this because it's all these people are sitting here going oh she's blah, 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 when she's literally got the organization on her back which by the way did not really help her out when she had uh, some let's call them serious issues with people in charge and i don't want to dive down that hole because uh that's some place i don't really want to come out of i don't know if i could but um what you need to know is that if you are one of these people who are trying to crap on Simone Biles, you're in. A- because this is a woman who has won tournaments with broken toes. She won at world championships with kidney stones. And you're telling me that she can't take a day off, like an event off, when she knows she's not in the right place to do it? It's a- When I Let me just say, when I had a kidney stone, I think I mentioned this on the show, when this happened, when Simone Biles won the world championship, uh and whatever it was, when I had a kidney stone, I couldn't really move for five days. And she went out and just won gymnastics things. So, I don't know. I just think it's a bunch of crap that all these people are, uh, are trying to dump on her when, you know, she's better than you. And you know it. I think that's why. So, yeah, there you go. She's not weak. She's not a quitter. She has to take care of herself. She's human. And humans have to take care of their mental health too. And I think if people who are giving her all this would take a day or two to look at themselves and take care of their mental health, they'd be in a lot better spot. All of them. All right? So there you go. Take it from me, a guy who, I don't know, worries about everything. But anyway, um, oh, one last thing on the Olympics. I know I've been on this for a little while, but Simone Biles' thing really got me fired up. Um, On the Olympics. So people have said, oh, the Olympics kind of like bankrupt cities and, make it messy and gross and all this. What they should do, I think, is just have the Olympics in Greece every year. Make it be, uh, have it be, whatever, uh, a pilgrimage for all these athletes. Like, yep, you're going to where the games began, and we're going to have them in Greece every year so they can use all those stadiums and not have buildings uh, all around the world that get used for two weeks and never again. So, yeah, I think uh, if it's viable to do that every two years for summer and winter? Can you even have Winter Olympics in Greece? Probably, right? I don't know. But anyway, um, for sure the summer games should be in Greece every time. And if you can't have the Winter Olympics in Greece, pick one location for the Winter Olympics and just go between them. Because the whole setup with all this stuff, it's a waste of money and resources and all that. Uh, I know it's great. Oh, my city's hosting the Olympics. That's great. But uh, long-term, it's not good. So I would say have them in Greece. If you can't have the winter ones in Greece, have them somewhere else. I don't know where. Let me know. All right? So there you go. That's your Olympics update for now. I know we, uh, we went deep in there because, again, that's Simone Pyle stuff, really. Uh, it just got to me because people are saying terrible things about someone who is dealing with just a, being a person trying to handle a lot of pressure. So... All right, we're going to coin that and just move on. So there you—Jesus. Tried to—I almost went back in to the Simone Biles stuff, but we're not going to. So there you go. All right, let's um, do—what are we going to do? Let's do the Cleveland thing first, and then we'll do the NFL. So the Cleveland Indians announced last week that they will change their name. Of course, this has been uh, in in, in talks for a year or two, maybe longer, that they will change their name from the Indians. and They have settled on the Guardians. Apparently, that's some statue on a bridge in Cleveland somewhere. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's not my first choice. I probably wouldn't have gotten to Guardians at all. But if you're doing that after like a statue, like, oh, the Guardian of the Cleveland Parkway or whatever, if you're doing that, then why not make the logo a statue, at least? That, if not that statue, a statue. Instead, it's like a ball with wings and it just looks really, it looks dumb. I don't like it. Uh, or they could have gone with Cleveland baseball team It's working for Washington, or uh, go back into their history and go with the Spiders. That would have been awesome. And I, um, I have more to say about this. But I think with this clip, it will, uh, it'll get summed up better than I could. So the other day, this is kind of a weird story, but the other day we were trying to test out the captions on the TV because we live in a loud neighborhood and they weren't working, so we're trying to figure it out. So I'm like, oh, it's not working for this, or I think I was trying to move them around because they were getting in the way of the scoreboard of the Phillies game. So I was like, oh, let me flip to another network and see if they came back or whatever. So we flip over to just randomly ESPN News. Part of the interruption is on. Tony Kornheiser, Michael Wilbon, I'm a big fan. It's basically, if you don't know, they talk about the sports issues of the day, and they spend a few minutes on each, and they go off and uh, do their thing, right? So we turned it on right at the time when Michael Wilbon was, uh, was getting in his hot take about the Cleveland Guardians. And it's a sports thing, so I was shocked that Jill was entertained by it. So, and if I have to take this down because of some reason, then I will. And I'll just tell you that Michael Wilbon doesn't like the name, and Tony Kornheiser suggested that they go by the Browns, parentheses, also. But if, uh, if this gets to stay, that would be great. Uh, so here's Tony Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon uh, from PTI. Talking about the Cleveland Guardians name change.
1: This is so stupid and so lazy and so like marketing executives who take over these things. There's a team called the Cleveland Spiders. Oh wait, it was the baseball franchise of the great city of Cleveland. They could have reached back and gotten it and they could have gone back and they could have glorified the history of the Great Cleveland franchise of more than a hundred years ago. but no! No, I'm sure marketing people took over because they wanted the I-A-N-S. It's lazy and it's stupid, and I don't care what they call themselves because that's not my town. But it is... Let me say one more time. It's lazy and it's stupid when you've got spiders out there to create something off a monument. I've been over that... I've been past those... the the statue of traffic. Who cares? Who cares in Cleveland about it? They don't. It's dumb. I love the name Browns for Paul Brown and Jim Brand. Yes, I would say you could be the Cleveland Browns and in parentheses also. I think that would look very good.
2: So there you go. I hope I don't get in any kind of trouble. Uh, I don't think anybody important really listens to this show. So I think I'm safe. And uh, I, what I should have done is also taken a clip from them when they talked about the NFL and their vaccine memo, I guess, that they sent down. I don't know, ruling memo, whatever it is that they sent down because it was in the same episode, Uh, but I didn't want to push my luck, all right? So the NFL is now saying that uh, that unvaccinated players could cost their team wins, maybe some money. They might forfeit some game checks as well. And so what they basically said, if your team has a COVID outbreak because you have unvaccinated players and the game cannot be rescheduled, then your team will forfeit the game. And I have to say, I don't often agree with NFL making rule changes or, you know, bringing the hammer down because a lot of times it's for dumb sh- but I love this. I think it's great. And before you jump, people have already jumped on, oh, they're forcing players to get the vaccine. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're maybe, you know, trying to edge you into getting the vaccine. Sure, I will go that far because there are now penalties if your team cannot play a scheduled game because of a COVID outbreak because your team has unvaccinated players. So if that, that's basically what is happening here, is they're trying to avoid what happened last year with all the rescheduling because it was a goddamn mess, if you remember. So now they basically said, we're not going to jump through hoops for you again like we did a year ago if you have guys who are refusing to get the vaccine and that's why your team got an outbreak. Like if you get it with vaccinated people... You can still get it. The symptoms aren't as bad and all that. It doesn't spread as quickly or as far or whatever. Um, So they're saying if you can't play because you have unvaccinated players and got a COVID outbreak because of them, you're going to for And we can't reschedule the game. You're going to forfeit. So it's not immediate. Oh, you have unvaccinated players. You forfeit the game. No, it's if they can't reschedule the game, they're just you're going to forfeit. They're not going to mess around anymore like they did last year. Uh, So, yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's the re- the first reason I like it is because the shuffling uh, of the schedule last year was an absolute mess. And uh, the second reason I like it, get the f- vaccine. Look, people have had it for months, and you can see that you're not going to be magnetic. It's not going to rewire your DNA. You're not. It's not a tracking chip or whatever the f- other conspiracy theories that are floating out about this. People have gotten it and they're fine. So. I don't know, man. Just, I mean, guys have talked about retiring over this, right? What was uh, DeAndre Hopkins? was like, oh, I got to rethink my future in the NFL because they're talking about forcing a vaccine. First of all, you're an idiot. Second of all, they're not forcing the vaccine. And third, have you never gotten a shot in your life, right? Don't You need vaccines to go to school, don't you? I imagine you need vaccines to play. Actually, you do need to have all your shots to play sports, generally. So what the f***? Why are these people so goddamn stupid? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. And I know I said last week I was gonna try to avoid this stuff, but you know the news keeps coming in, and I gotta. I don't have to report it. I understand, but I don't know. I wanted to complain about things. I guess. Uh, Yeah. I mean that's good. You want? Hey, listen. If you want to retire because the league says, hey, if you uh, if you miss a game because COVID and we can't reschedule it, and you're not vaccinated, you're gonna forfeit. Like if that's gonna make you. Give up a multi million dollar contract and this job playing a game that you love. Good. Bye. See you later. Like, if you don't want to be here because of something like that, you know, you say, oh, I don't trust what's in the vaccine or side effects. Buddy, you basically have a car crash for an hour every week and you risk all kinds of brain injuries and all that, none of which are uh, linked to the vaccine, by the way. But hey, if that's what you want to do, by all means, do it. I'm going to lose some people on this one, I'm sure. But I don't care. Just get the goddamn thing. All right. Talk to your doctor. Be less of an idiot. And uh, if you're medically able, don't be selfish and go get it. Vaccines are not new. This is not a new concept of getting a vaccine against a virus or a disease. You know, we don't have polio or smallpox because of vaccines. And if people could be less stupid, we could get out of this and not have COVID anymore. But since America is dumb, we're going to have this forever. So there you go, Pat Jesus. You went off on that, didn't you? I did. I did. I'm mad about a lot of stuff today. Simone Biles, people crapping on her, dumbasses not getting the vaccine because, I don't know, they don't trust what's in it, but they eat hot dogs or whatever. I don't know what the hell's going on with these people, but it's just dumb. Everybody's an idiot. Jesus. All right. That's a weird note to end on. Do I have anything funny? Jerome, we got anything funny to end on? Because, really, I had a PSA before uh, the NFL news came out, or before I saw it. The pandemic is not over, is what I'm telling you. There's a new variant, obviously. People talked about that. Um, Just get the thing, and uh, it's not over. All right? I know things are opening up and all this stuff, but just be careful. Okay? There you go. That's what I got to say. We don't have anything funny, do we? Damn it. I don't know. You know what? I got to share a funny thing my kid did the other day. Oh, God, Pat. Oh, kid stories. But... After all of that, I think you need a palate cleanser before we go. Uh, (laughs) So, the other day, he farted and scared himself like Buster used to. And if you don't, uh, if you've ever had a dog, if you've never had a dog, I guess, uh, generally what happens is when dogs break wind, the noise, the, uh, the sensation, maybe the smell even, it scares them. And what Buster used to do was he'd be like sleeping on top of his cage and he would let one go and it would spook him, it would scare him awake. And he would jump down off his cage and run across the room because he was so scared by what just happened. And that happened to my son the other day. And he made a face like, what the hell was that, Dad? And then he, like, whimpered for a minute, and then he was fine. But he channeled our good boy Buster by uh, being scared of what happened in his own body. <laughs> so there you go. I think that's better... Uh, that's a better thing to end on than, uh, you know, calling you stupid for not getting the thing. But there you go. That's our show. We did a lot today. Thank you to everybody who weighed in on the Happy Madison movies. Thank you to Point North for the tune. Again, PointNorthBand.com for all that stuff. Just don't be stupid. All right? All right. Jesus. TheNextLevelNetwork.com for all of our shows. Also, Facebook at The Next Level Podcast Network. I'm ever at The Meltic Pat. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. And .com. you can also send a text or leave a voicemail 209-867-7638 with your comments, questions, concerns there will be plenty of them, and of course, corrections for today or any show, and uh, yeah tmpfanmail.gmail.com, you want to drop me a line, you can do that there as well, alright, alright oh my goodness, oh my, we uh, yeah, we went in today, we went in, so there you go oh man, g love Special Sauce with cold beverage, they're going to play us out as they always do. philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that is all, my friends. Thank you for listening. This has been an 8 Boiling production. Until next time, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Get your vaccine. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been Inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo,
0: can I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. I sweaty to you some from the top to a big Got a bar called a drink, box girls, got the bait on them from 4G, I got some ice. To. If you like a taste of the tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no work. Splash some ice and a dash of them, it's not Chocolate egg, cream, yogurt, and cream, you're on to the cherry grounding. Got a on to send my ride. Wild up to the right, they got beverages. Salome, I don't need a hot coffee, then fill up with I Watermelon's like it's rain. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage. Sweet, so it's cold. 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 To get in a fridge, to get in the Go, girl, work the cold one. 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 Yo, yeah, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The baits over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. And you even get to bite, but the brew tastes a nice ice. back to the ball. Yeah. So every decorator, i reason a collada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up the I must tell you, I'm the Kool Aid kid. For you my drink, please stick it in the fridge Cause I like cold beverage yeah. I like cold beverage yeah. I like cold beverage yeah. uh-huh. I'm kinda thirsty yeah. I, love beer, yeah. I like average, I like cool beverage yeah.